So I think they're ready for us, everybody. So welcome again to another episode of We Got Next. We have an amazing guest today that is from Pillar Wallet, and we're very excited. We have Kieran here with us. And when we get to that point, I definitely, you won't want to miss this conversation. We were talking beforehand and we were laughing and everything. So I know it's something that you all will enjoy. Uh, just to start off with, my name is Christian Hayes. I am one of the co-hosts of the show We Got Next, where we try to make sure to bridge the gap between sports as well as cryptocurrency. There's so many different ways that you start to see it currently happening. And as we move forward, you'll start to see it in other aspects. We don't just touch on cryptocurrency. We will touch on sometimes real estate and the stock market and bring different people on that channel. Just before we continue, I just want to let everyone know that we do have two giveaways going on. The first one is once we hit 100 subscribers and 100 likes on any video, we will be giving away $100 in Bitcoin. Steven and I always mention, you can go on our Twitter channels and our Medium platforms, and we have way more than 100 subscribers, but some people don't necessarily like to read things. They want to be able to drive on the go and then listen to things. So we want to end up grow this audience here. And what better way than YouTube to end up doing that? The other one is we have a crypto segment, as everyone knows. And on the crypto segment, we want to see who can come up with the most creative name for it. So whoever can come up with the most creative name will end up winning $25 in Bitcoin. With that, I want to throw it into the sports aspect because for all the American basketball fans out there, you all have probably been paying attention to the summer league that's been happening in Vegas. And I got to congratulate the Sacramento Kings. This is a team, their owner is a big person that advocates for cryptocurrency. So I really got to say congratulations to them. But Davian Mitchell was one of the co-MVPs of the Summer League. The Kings beat the Celtics 100-67, to which is huge for them. The other um, co-MVP was Cam Thomas out of LSU. So Davian Mitchell went to Baylor. So he's a Baylor Bear for all the Bears out there. And Cam Thomas had 27 points. And the uh, Brooklyn Nets, who Cam Thomas pay, plays for, they went 3-2 and two in the Summer League, which was very good for them. Uh, Cam Thomas will be one that's coming off the bench, so it is important for them to have a bench since they already have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Blake Griffin, so they can't pay everybody the max contract, so it is congratulations to Cam Thomas, and the Sacramento Kings just have a young team. They continue to just bring on more people. You have Buddy Heald out there. You have DeAndre Fox out there, so also adding Davion Mitchell. That's another big piece that they have. The first team uh, for the summer league was Jalen Johnson from the Atlanta Hawks. You have Davian Mitchell from the Sacramento Kings, Trey Murphy from the Pelicans, Payton Pritchard from the Celtics, Jalen Smith from the Suns, Cam Thomas, as we mentioned, from the Brooklyn Nets, and Obi Toppin from the New York Knicks. So congratulations to all of them out there that are now first team uh, summer league all-NBA players, as they will call it. So we hope for the best for their future. We want to switch it over into the cryptocurrency aspect. For everyone out there, we have to start with Lionel Messi. So I was talking to Kieran earlier today because Lionel Messi, who is going to be playing for PSG, that's a top team right there having Mbappe, Neymar, and now Messi. But we don't want to talk about the players on the team. I want to talk about the contract. And if everyone to look at the contract, how they packaged it, PSG actually has their own fan token, which is running on the Chili's and Socios platform. And now Messi will be getting some of his contract and cryptocurrency with the PSG fan token. So Karen, what is your thoughts on this happening with some of Messi's contract being cryptocurrency? 
You know, I, I have to say it's not surprising at mm-hmm. all. It's not surprising. I mean, um, people who, um, whether they're whether they're players or not, but generally have their their finger on the DeFi pulse, um, are starting to consider this as as a form of like investment that's coming as part of their pay packet. Yeah. You know, they 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 get the fiat currency, and then a portion of it is almost like you know DeFi investment. Mm-hmm. you know and and they're getting that as part of their pay and i think it's a really wise move and i'm not um and and just just to say as well at pillar we've had similar people come through and want to be paid in crypto yeah. not cash can you yes. can you can you believe that I that know. was and that was four years ago four years ago people were coming through That's our doors wild. and they wanted to be paid in crypto they you know and you, th- you think back then four years ago they knew something mm-hmm. they knew something and, yeah. and and I also think the price of Ethereum then and what it is now, I yeah. thought they were crazy, right? I'll yes. be like, hold my hands up. I was like, they were crazy. I was like, yeah. I need that money. Yeah. But, but now, but now when I think what that ETH is worth, mm-hmm. um, I'm wishing I, I wish I had just one pay packet in, yes. in Ethereum. So, so, so you know, people like like Messi, they. they they obviously have been informed. They're very mm-hmm. well informed. They're, they're well informed enough to to be able to say, "Yeah, I want an extra x amount of percentage of my my pay packet in crypto, mm-hmm. um, no matter what platform." Or you know, the fact is, is they're watching the crypto space and they 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 understand what what it's delivering to the world, how it's being utilized, how it's filtering through society and being used, especially being sportsmen. Mm-hmm. Um, the way sports is starting to adopt crypto, you know, he's getting it firsthand, right? Like yes. how things are going. Yep. Um, he's hearing it, he's seeing it, um, he's experiencing it. Um, and, you know, the, the man knows enough to go, right, a bit of it crypto, please. Straight, mm-hmm. straight, straight, out, the, straight out the door. So, um, so, yeah, so that's my opinion on it. Doesn't surprise me, but, yeah. you know, it's, it's a wise move, I'd say. Yeah, and so just touching on what, you just said so other players that are out there that are accepting cryptocurrency and within their contracts or even in their marketing aspect you have trevor lawrence who was the number one pick for the jacksonville jaguars in american football you have saquon barkley that says he's accepting all of his marketing dollars in cryptocurrency and now having Messi doing it as well as tom brady everyone knows that he is one of the spokespersons for ftx exchange just seeing these different athletes accepting it in cryptocurrency like you just said they are the most well-informed people they have financial managers in their corner that are telling them everything that they need to know so whereas a lot of the retail investors have to get their information second third hand or listen to youtube videos or even just be on twitter these people have the best of the best that they are paying to give him the correct information same with like kevin o'leary mr wonderful all of these people get the information firsthand, see exactly what people are thinking. And they also have the information that not everyone else knows now. For example, we'll touch on like Walmart and other companies or even AMC talking about, they know this information before a lot of us can actually get it before they give it to the masses. So Messi doing this only bodes well for the future. He has so much money now. And when you have these multimillionaires that are doing it, they're looking out for their kids. And their kids will end up being able to reap the benefits of this. And his wife and his girlfriend, wife or girlfriend, will be able to reap the benefits of it as well. So I got to say congratulations to Messi for doing this. And it helps a lot of people that are football fans out there to maybe think twice and look into cryptocurrency. So I do appreciate that from him. Yeah. 
same same we need we need people like this to break down the walls yes know, to 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 make that divide thinner you know mm-hmm. because right now you know and i know we'll talk about this a little bit later on but there there is still quite a divide and a quill still quite a small percentage of people that are in crypto mm-hmm. you know have touched crypto been exposed to it and then, and then people that have just he- heard about it on, on nothing at all so, yeah this so- helps I'm going to bring this up now because Steven, who's my co-host, always asks this question and he says, why is it that more people are now starting to look into or invest in Bitcoin, whereas in the past it wasn't as many? What do you feel are some of the uh, events that have created this? Well, you know, I just, I, um, the word, do you know the word that comes to my mind and, and for better or for worse, you know, be, before, you know, before people think about decentralization, mm-hmm. before people think about, you know, uh, um, uh, funds not being controlled by central banks and government, before mm-hmm. any of that, you know, for better or for worse, people think about get rich quick. Yes. And I hate that. I don't yes. like it. I don't like it because they missed the point. But it is this automatic marketing machine mm-hmm. that make the, uh, and everyone's got a story. Everyone has a story to tell someone else of mm-hmm. a friend that got rich off crypto. Yes. You know, yep. we, we've all got that friend. And, and you know, I'm, I might say to my neighbor, you know, um, oh, yeah, you know, he made so much money off crypto. That's the first thing people say. Not mm-hmm. many, although it does happen. People lose money with crypto, but no one talks about it. Yes. So sadly, this is like the automatic marketing mechanism that people go through. Uh, but what's happening now as well um, is that people are being turned on to decentralization. People mm-hmm. are being turned, people enjoy the idea of DAOs, you know, and mm-hmm. also people enjoy the idea that their currencies, uh, their assets, sorry, are being held, you know, in their control. Mm-hmm. And um, and just one more point to add to that, um, you know, Pillar Wallet as well as other wallets um, are now more accessible than ever before. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's more. You know, there's so many wallets available now. Um, you know, it's 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 becoming easier to onboard these users or for the for the novice to find a crypto app. Yeah, it just lets them, you know, get a wallet address, set up mm-hmm. a wallet. And then maybe invest in some crypto or some buy it and just hold it. Yeah. You know, uh, um, and and what they do is they go and tell their friends and they're like, oh, I've heard about it. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll do the same. So so what we're seeing is this um, is this sort of exponential growth. Yes. You know, it's going like this now. Um, and with the, you know, the price of Bitcoin um, and Ethereum um, fluctuating wildly mm-hmm. uh, and, and what what happens inevitably is this makes the news so there's a shock wave more people hear about it more people want to know and then they see it going up and down like this but what most people see on the news is when crypto is going up like that that's all they see you know and they see that and they're like ding 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 (laughs) you know and they're just like right and for better or for worse you know this is why more more people know about it now there's just more media coverage there's just more um uh, interest you know mm-hmm. people are coming down to the idea of are coming around to the idea of decentralization etc um mm-hmm. so there's several several irons in the fire there's several things happening at the same time but this is why in my opinion people are um you know are, are know more about cryptocurrency now than they did 10 years ago yeah it was still a thing for nerds yeah so you brought up something that's big and a lot of people think it is a get rich quick scheme 
And even like clients I deal with or different people that invested in Coinbase when it first hit the stock market, they all were like, Christian, what's happening? Like my account is going down all of a sudden. And it's like, it's not just going to straight up go up forever. Like that's not what happens in cryptocurrency. And a lot of them haven't experienced like the bear markets in 2018 when it was straight down. And I try to explain to people, you almost have to go through a little depression and sadness looking at the market for you to understand that these little pullbacks that happen are nothing. Coinbase is still chilling over $200 in the stock market. You have a lot of these cryptocurrencies that are up a lot more than they were. Bitcoin is way above its 20,000 mark that it had been at back in 2017. But a lot of people only see now and think, let me throw $100 and it's going to go straight up and make me a millionaire, which is not going to happen. And there's so much more. And we'll get into Pillar Wallet in a second, but people can't just look at the price of it. They have to understand the technology and everything that is going yeah. behind it. <clears throat> so. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, just, just, to, just to add to that, what, what I think, um, what I observe is, you know, for example, the friends that, you know, uh, invest in Coinbase, you know, mm-hmm. they, they do have an almost like rose tinted um, mm-hmm. vision of, of the crypto world, but actually, you know, but actually, the reality of the situation is the crypto world is still subject to the same kind of market forces that humans emit. Yep. You yeah. Know, things go up, things go down. There's demand, mm-hmm. there isn't. Price mm-hmm. goes up, price goes down. And and this is you know, this is what we have to always remember. We never forget that. Yeah. So going on to the next thing, because we were just talking about the stock market, and this is another one that's in the stock market, Walmart. So Walmart is looking into hire a professional and experienced person in the crypto world to help with like their products and everything. So if anyone out there is interested, you can end up applying. Only kicker is you would have to live in Arkansas. And that's the thing that they brought up. So a lot of people in the United States and around the world, if you know about Arkansas, it's kind of in like your Midwest-ish area. It's not the place that is most appealing to people. So they're going to have to make the salary very appealing, but also I think some of it's going to have to be somewhat in cryptocurrency to attract the right person. And they want somebody with so much experience. And a lot of the people that have the experience, it's not necessarily in the cryptocurrency realm, but congratulations to Walmart to getting on board with this and hiring somebody. This only means that they're going to either put it on their balance sheet or accept cryptocurrency in various different ways. It might be in the e-commerce aspect, not necessarily in the stores at first, but you do start to see the ATM machines. You start to see uh, the different machines in the stores that'll accept Bitcoin and stuff. So I do got to say congratulations to Walmart for doing that. Another thing, just talking about the stock market, Iris Energy, which is a Bitcoin mining firm, they are about to get listed on the NASDAQ. So I got to say congratulations to them. You are going to start to see a lot more Bitcoin mining companies that want to get listed on the NASDAQ. It's just two ways for them to profit and expand the value of their company. So that is the big thing. You will start to see it. Fidelity did it with Marathon, um, investing in them. So you will start to see Iris Energy have a lot of different people investing in them. But the big thing we wanna talk about today and why we have our guests here is we wanna talk about Pillar Wallet and we have Kieran who is the head of mobile engineering for Pillar Wallet. So thank you so much for being here with us today. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So before we start off, can you just tell us a little bit about what you do for Pillar Wallet? Yeah. So, you know, um, as, as introduced, you know, I'm, I'm um, Kieran, I'm head of mobile engineering at, uh, at Pillar. 
And, um, you know, my day-to-day duties generally involve, you know, taking the, taking business requirements um, from, from, from our like, management team and then breaking them down, uh, filling out the requirements, you know, figuring out where we've got like pain points, you know, what development efforts are needed, team capacity, um, you know, looking after the, the, the app team in general, and then, you know, ultimately doing the work and, you know, writing the code and then taking it from that to the QA process. Um, and then finally shipping it to our users. So it's a big old process. Um, lots of meetings, lots of discussions. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the time, you know, we are we are dealing with new technology always, you know, uh, we're, we're dealing with new ways of working, uh, new protocols, uh, you know, new ideas, mm-hmm. and this takes a this takes a lot of lot of brain power. So this is uh, these are usually my my day to day operations. But ultimately, we're we're trying to trying our utmost best to ship a great product. Yeah. So thank you for that. Something else that for a lot of people out there. So Pillar Wallet has been around for years. They're not one that just came out this year and is trying to end up going to the moon. They're a company and a team that has been around for a long time. And they have boots on the ground all the time trying to make their uh, product better, which is something we really do like. And they survive a lot of the bear market. So that's another thing that is very good. So just we always like to talk about this, how people got their first skin in the game. So when did you first get involved in cryptocurrency and what was your first cryptocurrency? Oh man, my so let me, you know, this this goes way back. I'm gonna shorten this story because it's it's quite a story. <laughs> um, but you know, we you know, if 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 we were this is this is one where we, we, we should be meeting and have it having have a couple of drinks over this yep. sort of thing. You know? <laughs> um so so my first foray into crypto, um, you know, uh, my first memory was trying to mine. Bitcoin using wow. my old MacBook Pro, um, using that one client they had. They had just one client that was able to do it. Mm-hmm. And it was so intense on my poor MacBook Pro um, that that my mouse wouldn't move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to fo- I had to turn off, like I had to force shut down my machine just to reclaim my computer. Oh my god. <laughs> so so I was like, okay, well, I'm not doing this. Uh, um, so I didn't I didn't go ahead and buy any crypto because at the time you could only mine it and earn mm. it in a wallet address. You couldn't do too much. Anyway, wow, fast forward, fast forward to the, that 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 fateful year. 2017 Uh-oh. where everything went down there was all the icos we had we had the, the market crash shortly mm-hmm. after the bubble burst everything um me uh me me, me and a close friend of mine um matt muse mm-hmm. we set up a cryptocurrency mining operation out of an office in a place called kingston just mm. outside of london it could be called plus wow. london and we, it was completely remote controlled. Um, we had a 4G router in there. It was 4G at the time, no, no 5G. Nope, no 5G. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I just had to make that clear because I know yeah. what it, I know what world we're living in now. Mm-hmm. So we had a 4G router in there connected to another router, and that was connected to all these miners. Um, and and we 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 had temperature sensors in there, remote control plugs. And we were running the whole operation mining SIA coin, SIA, wow. S-I-A. Yes. Um, I, I don't know how relevant they are this day and age, but that was a, a token with, a, with that was had its own blockchain. And it was a, um, 
uh, file hosting service was a utility. So the, the token utility was you were able to pay for hosting with, with the Seer coin. As wow. Well. Um, and it was a great project and we were mining hard. Um, you know, there, there was there was like four miners in there, all of them like, you know, extremely loud because they are very- Oh my rare. God, yeah. And to, to cut a long story short, we, we got kicked out. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, we, just, we just got we just got booted out because and i quote the landlord wrote me an email and i quote the door handle was hot to the touch what? and and the room yeah, and this is when we went and installed the temperature sensors the room was like 40 degrees uh the air the, the temperature wow. of the air was 40 degrees and what we had the reason for the remote control plugs is we would get an alert on our phone that would tell us the temperature has gone too high. Mm -hmm. And then one of us would switch, switch off all the miners remotely on our phones until the temperature came down and then we boot them up again. <laughs> and this, this cycle <laughs> just smart. kept going, but then inevitably it was this little, it was this little room above, above a chicken shop, uh, like a, a fried chicken shop. Mm, my gosh. And, uh, you know, you can get this, you can picture the type of place it was. And it was just, you know, a creative collective, they called themselves. Then they had a couple of offices and eventually the complaint started and eventually we got booted out. Wow. And, um, we got an email a month later saying, saying they had a massive electricity bill. But in all fairness, mm -hmm. in all fairness, they shouldn't have said that the electricity was included in the contract. <laughs> <laughs> so this is why you know it's, it goes full circle yeah that was my first um that was my first foray into cryptocurrency and i've always been being a developer i've always been on the supply side of crime mm -hmm. I know. <laughs> you know, <but laughs> i've Amazing. always been on the, the the supply side like you know build i've always been a builder building mm -hmm. websites building applications building machine service wow. uh, and and in this case i was minting cryptocurrency so that was my first um foray wow. into cryptocurrency the fact that they included electricity they yeah no, that's a bad move <laughs> that's horrible <laughs> <laughs> they, i bet they learned, i bet they changed the contract straight oh, absolutely and people probably ask them what changed like yeah, yeah. <laughs> well there's these guys i know <laughs> so, so yeah there i want to talk a little bit about uh pillar wallet so it's one that has been around for a while. Can you just tell us about what you all are? So, you know, uh, uh, do, do you mean like a, from a company perspective in, when you say what we all are? Um, yeah. So uh, what is your product so that people know and just explain it a little yeah. bit? Sure, sure. Got you. Well, primarily, first and foremost, uh, Pillar is, is, an, is an app. It's a mm -hmm. cryptocurrency app. And very importantly, it is a multi-chain app. So we, we mm -hmm. support not just Ethereum, but all the other side chains as well. Um, we currently support uh, Binance Smart Chain, XI, Phantom, um, and, there were, and Polygon as well, formerly mm -hmm. known as Matic. Yeah. And we, uh, we've built uh, a platform as well called Etherspot. And this, okay. is a, this is an SDK, a software development kit that anyone else can build on as well, that allows you to create wallets and access uh, all your data and make, make multi-chain transactions as well. And this platform is what ultimately pow powers our pillar app. Mm. And that allows users to make multi-chain transactions especially in this day and age where yes. we have a congested mainnet. 
you know, mm-hmm. it's cost a lot to make a transaction. Sometimes we see crazy spikes, especially when we have like, you know, NFT launches. Yes. We see big spikes and then they drops again immediately. But, you know, the people that are losing out are the people that aren't investing in NFTs or waiting in line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have to pay a lot of money. So, you know, we have we natively support all, you know, the, the aforementioned side chains. And importantly as well, um, Pillar... Um, is run by is is community owned and is community okay. run as well by our DAO, a decentralized autonomous organization. Mm. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit more about that later. But you know, this is uh, this is how we run. This is how we're made up of. This is our product. You know, we've got our we've got our app that's uh, that's out for iOS and Android that anyone can download. And we have our e for spot platform that any business or even interested developer that wants to get on the multi chain bandwagon, the layer two bandwagon, uh, can use. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for that. So that was something that really caught my eye because I like. The big thing about decentralization is including the community and not just having a centralized body, whereas it's just executives that make the decisions. And so we can get into it a little bit now. So explain how people can take part in like making decisions in the community run aspect. Sure. So to 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 become a uh, pillar um, pillar representative, you know, pillar part of the pillar community. Uh, the prerequisite is that you need to own pillar tokens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once you own a certain a, amount of pillar tokens, I think it's 10,000, mm-hmm. uh, you are allowed to participate in the DAO. And then what happens here is you get voting power and voting rights. And as a DAO member, you can submit proposals mm-hmm. to, the, to, the, to the DAO, and then the DAO will vote on the proposal. And if it gets voted in, then this is this is a decision made, and ultimately it enters um, our business cycle, and at the end result is it ships as a feature or something that was wanted from the business, whether it be a business change, marketing, um, you know, something for the community, a reward, a liquidity incentive. It, it could be anything. It could be anything. Um, you know, changing the color of our logo, it could literally be anything. And that happened. Wow. So, yeah. uh, um, so it gives you that voting right and that voting power. Wow. Thank you. So we'll backtrack something real quickly. When were you all created? And then how did the concept even come about? So Pillar, Pillar was, was, was born out of the ICO boom in 2017. Okay. Yeah. So, and we officially released the uh the the our v1 version one of the mm-hmm. app the, the very first version was released um on december the 13th like 2018 so it wow. wasn't too too far after that we were hot on the heels uh um you know uh, making use of of the ico um funding and we released uh, our first app to the world um, and at that at that time, you know, it was uh, we, we started off with just a very basic wallet, extremely privacy focused, mm. and we still are now. Um, privacy is at the very heart of of what we do, and we respect people's privacy. You know, the the app is is um, non custodial, which means which means the keys to to the to the app are held held on the phone. 
Um, they're not mm. held on a server. They're not held anywhere. So, for example, you know, it, it, you know, it, it, it would be impossible for a server to get hacked and then for someone to have your access to, to your pillar funds mm. because that's not how the way the system works. So the, the keys that unlock your account are stored in the high, secure, high security memory part of your phone. So it's nearly impossible to, to get them keys. Yeah, thank you. So we're going to talk about hacking right now because I heard on another um, conversation that you all had, you were talking about security. And then of course, we just had the Poly Network one. And then a lot of people who are T-Mobile users might be a part of the 100 million uh, users of T-Mobile that some of their information would end up hacked. So can you explain just more so to so the security and just for people's comfort, if they want to invest in you all to know that their funds won't be hacked just like that? Sure. So, so first and foremost, uh, you know, just want to let everyone know that when you're using the Pillar Wallet, there are no funds that are stored directly on your phone. They are stored on the blockchain, on the Ethereum blockchain network, and they're stored in the address space on the blockchain. We, what we do is we read that blockchain space and we make actions against that blockchain space, but your, your funds are stored there. They're not stored in the wallet or they're not stored on the server. So we're, we are leveraging the native security that the blockchain offers. Nothing, nothing less than that. Mm. So this is security out of the box. Your private keys, which is, which is used to generate your account, which is used to generate, um, you know, your, your, to, to, to generate your, your primary account, which is used to sign your transactions, is held, as I previously just mentioned, is held on the most secure place on your mobile phone um, possible, which is a HSM, high security module, and uh, or high security memory. And these, these spaces on, on your phone are so secure. For example, Google, um, Google, Google call this their, their Titan chipset. Mm. Um, Google will give you a million dollars if you can even just get into it. Wow. You know, if, 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 <laughs> if they're offering that amount of money, just if you can even scratch its surface. Wow, um, that's good. They're quite confident about the security and we utilize that chipset and that security mechanism. That is where we store your private keys. So it's nearly impossible. I say nearly because never say never. Yeah, and I Google know. Will give, Google will give you a million dollars if you can. Um, but you know, this is how uh, much we how secure how, how seriously sorry we take our security, mm. and um, and that will never change. Good. So something I really appreciate because you brought up Google, and we start to see with other bounty programs with companies, they encourage people to try and end up getting into their software or into their blockchain because it'll only end up bettering them. If you can right. end up getting into the company, they then know what they need to fix or update. So I really do appreciate that. And it's something that a lot of the people I end up working with or I help invest with, we're always looking for the best wallet. So that's something that I wanna end up using for my company and put a lot of the investment funds there where it is a safe and secure place. The other thing I want to ask is what makes you all different from other wallets, such as like Exodus, MetaMask and Trust Wallet? And you can explain the difference a little so people can understand it. Sure. So I think first and foremost, you know, I just want to say 
we we are one of the first multi-chain wallets out there available mm-hmm. and we they, we we support the chains that i mentioned previously and we put a lot of work a lot of design work and effort and meetings and time and brain power into making the user interface as unified and as beautiful and as useful um, as possible whilst whilst appealing to the widest range of people everyone from the novice all the way to the pro Mm -hmm. and every time we do release which is about once weekly um we always make improvements to this so Mm -hmm. the development cycle is extremely active we put a lot of thought into our design we are multi-chain out of the box um and then also we are, you know, coming back to the DAO aspect of, of Pillar, we are community run as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's no risk of, of VCs coming mm-hmm. in and changing the way we, we, we operate. That is yeah. not a thing that can happen. We are community run, we're governed by the DAO, and every decision that is made, whether it be business or otherwise, is, is, is voted on by the DAO. So this is, this is what makes us different. Um, and of course, we love what we do. Mm. Every single person at Pillar is, is you know, they call it crypto native. Right? Yeah. But, but, but every person at Pillar cares about cryptocurrency. We believe in the vision. We're not, we're, we're not, we're not some, you know, 500 strong corporate, you know, mm. we're, we're, we're a tight knit team of people that are trying to make the world a better place via cryptocurrency and decentralization. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for that. So big question, because you were talking about how you all are multi-chain and a huge conversation people always talk about are fees. So how are you all able to offer little to no fees for gas? So there's there's two things here. One of the is, is we've got the multi-chain aspect mm-hmm. and the, 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 the side chains uh, that, that are currently appearing left, right and center, they don't have the same constraints or even... Um, validation mechanism that mainnet has mm. which is constrained it's it's bloated it requires a lot of computing power the the you know it's it's, it's um the the way we validate transactions is is i don't know dated this day and age i guess yeah um there's been a lot more um i would say up to date ways of doing this especially environmentally friendly ways of doing this Mm. Um, and when we say low to no gas fees the low gas fees comes in with the side chains okay where where you know the 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 fees the gas fees for example on polygon is is nearly is negligible right it's so it's so minimal that most users wouldn't even see I, i even think it's funny when when i'm making a transaction on the pillar app and it gives me the fee estimation and it just says zero. What? And, and, I, and I just have to look again and I'm like, oh yeah, it is um, zero. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, of, of course it's 0.0000000, like one, yeah. five, eight. But, wow. but we round it to two decimal places. So it just looks like, it just looks like zero. Um, and every time I look at that, I'm just like, <laughs> Except, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so you know so, so this is you know and and for these reasons, <clears throat> um, you know the, the the side chains are getting a lot of traction. Sorry, my boy. Yeah. <clears throat> of uh, the, the the chains get a lot of um, 
uh, are getting a lot of attention now. More and more products are being built on on the off the back of uh, these these new side chains. New ones are appearing with their own quirks and their own features, um, <clears throat> and it's getting more and more interesting. I'd say it's getting, becoming more diverse, and everyone has the same goal, which is to which is to provide a, um, a better environment mm -hmm. for people to develop on and in turn offer less friction to the user because mm. i know for sure um and this is this happened to me um when when i tried to when i tried to get my when i tried to get my wife to <laughs> to send me some crypto and she saw that it was going to cost nine nine pounds oh my nine english pound sterling she wouldn't do it and she mm -hmm. said why am i paying for this what's this fee yeah <laughs> You know, and, and I said, oh, well, you know how I told you about network pressure and, the, you know, like X, Y, the fees and the miners, like she just didn't care. She was like, why am yeah. I paying nine pounds? Exactly. Yeah. Why am I and, doing and that? Exactly. And and do you know what she said? This was this was the end of this art, this, this process. She just said, I can get my Barclays out now and send you that money for free. And I was <laughs> like, oh got me i know yeah. you know and no matter what i would say at that moment in time was not going to cut it so mm -hmm. so you know it's, it's all for the greater good and then when when i talk about the no gas fees this this bit is is quite um special i'd say um in terms of from 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 a platform perspective and that's our e for spot platform mm -hmm. our e for spot platform um has built in to it peer-to-peer um asset transfer mechanism so it so it all happens off chain and then whenever you're ready you can settle on chain mm. so 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 it's committed to the blockchain but you can make as many transactions as you want off chain and it will wow. cost you nothing because we use a light local ledger um behind the scenes to be able to facilitate all that and then whenever you're ready you can withdraw it from your peer from your peer-to-peer -peer payment channels mm -hmm. and you can settle it in in your wallet on the blockchain mm. so this is how we achieve like low to no gas fees wow thank you yeah because that's something that a lot of people are always concerned about you see the different screenshots of you're sending twenty dollars and it costs you like a hundred dollars for gas fees and people are like no way in hell like why am i about to do something like that so yeah. I think that's yeah. something that a lot of people be interested in. Something else that has been blowing up kind of the internet is NFTs and stuff. And that's yeah. something that I noticed with Pillar Wallets. So are you all able to hold the NFTs that somewhere to buy on like OpenSea or Rarible on your wallet? Can you explain Absol that? <clears throat> absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah. So so your, your Pillar Wallet is absolutely NFT compatible, wow. of course. And you can send um, you can send NFTs to your wallet, and we actually have on the on your dashboard homepage we actually have NFTs. Um, so wow. you can tap on it, and it will show you a gallery of your NFTs, and then you can drill into it for more information. Uh, we are still doing work to make NFTs a, a first class citizen um, of our app because mm -hmm. because the the traction around NFTs has become yes. so great. Um, that we we can't not ignore it, and trust me, we've we've got NFT enthusiasts mm -hmm. um, on our, on our team. You know, me included. Yeah. Um, you know, I I I'm, I like to work try and well, everything I think about is is NFT based in this yes. day and age. I'm like, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at like a piece of art, and I'm like, oh, could this be an NFT? Yep, I know. <laughs> you Anything. Know? 
Yeah, anything. I'm looking at anything now. You know, NFT is on the forefront of, of my mind, as I'm sure it's on the forefront of many things. And I just want to say something special about NFTs. Mm-hmm. NFTs have, have crossed that chasm faster, yeah. faster than crypto ever did. Um, more, I, I, I think it won't be long before more people know and understand what an NFT is before they dial, delve into buying crypto. Yes. Um, and I think this is due to the human element of nfts art music ownership ownership is a bit of a it can have a can have a double it can be a double-edged sword but like you know um it has that it has that um it, it has that human connection and i think this is why nfts have become what they are yeah so before i continue with that it's crazy because i was talking to an nft creator yam from world of women and i asked her about uh bitcoin and cryptocurrency if she owns any and she really doesn't because nfts you don't necessarily have to be per se in like the cryptocurrency and bitcoin they're just artists and then they have people that help them out with like the smart contracts and everything like that so it's really crazy that like you just said a lot of people can get into the nft side of it and understand that before they even do understand the bitcoin and cryptocurrency and all the other aspects like the blockchain and stuff so my other thing is in regards to like nfts are you able to connect the pillar wallet to like OpenSea or Rarible for you to be able to buy straight from that wallet? Or um, so it's interesting you said that because um, there's there's two things here. Um, the first thing is yes, you can connect um, the pillar app directly to to OpenSea mm. to purchase. Um, to purchase NFTs, etc., using the assets and funds in in your wallet. Secondly native integration which i think is what you're touching on mm-hmm. being able to do things from within inside the wallet almost like a a built-in experience yeah um and just to drop this on on on, on i guess on everyone we are exploring it at this moment in time mm-hmm. cool. I, I, can't, I can't i can't tell you with who but no. <laughs> uh, i don't, I don't want to say too much but we but this is something that we're talking about within the company at this moment in time so mm. there could be coming something special regarding that coming soon. Thank you. We appreciate that a lot. Something yeah. because I noticed that you can end up connecting a card or a bank account to transfer money into this wallet. Can you end up telling like what countries can do that or can anyone take advantage of this? So the system that we use, the, the provider that we use is, is called Rump. Yes. Um, and it's a play on words like on ramp they call it mm-hmm. um, and uh, on uh, on ramp ramp is available in 170 countries okay. they offer 30 different cryptocurrencies on on different chains as well they recently just started supporting polygon xdai mm-hmm. uh, binance uh, binance smart chain sorry so they 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 allow um, you to buy to to buy that um, using your card, for example, mm. in 170 countries, it's worth noticing noting that in certain countries there are different sets of restrictions, and it's usually yeah. due to local law, government, etc. For example, in the US, um, I can't I can't name any examples, but I know in the US there's certain restrictions per state. Yes. Yep. So for yeah, so for example, you know, one state you might be able to buy XYZ currency, but you can't buy ABC. Yeah. Um, so um, so although we do offer so we do offer like, you know, 170 different countries. It's uh, depending on the local law of where you're from, you'll get a different option. But yes, mm. we do, in short, we do, we do allow that, yes. Yeah. 
So just to tap on what Karen was just talking about, New York for everyone in America, New York is a big one. You'll start to notice a lot of apps and exchanges don't necessarily want to end up working or having things with New York because their guidelines and regulations are a little bit different. A lot of the other states overall are very accepting, but New York, you can even see like they have the bit licensing or certain exchanges will say, all right, we accept it everywhere, but New York, we have to go through more. And a lot of these guidelines and regulations come with money too. So you just have to think about all of that. The next thing I wanted to touch on uh, is just the future of Pillar Wallet. So a lot of people might look at the chart and the volume of Pillar Wallet, not necessarily looking at all that you're doing behind the scenes and see that it stayed about relatively the same. Um, can you end up talking about what the future holds for Pillar Wallet, just for some investors that don't necessarily look at what the technology is and they just look at the price of things? What can they expect from you all? So, you know, we're, we're, we are always working, we're, we're always working on this. We're, we're quite acutely aware of, of how um, the, the price is at this moment in time, but what we want to say to people that are wanting to um, invest in Pillar and buy Pillar tokens, you know, there's never been a better time. We, we, you know, the, the, the company, we're one of the few survivors of, of the ICO boom, I'd say. Yeah. We've survived, like you said, many different, like, ups and downs and bull runs um, as well. And, um, and uh, sorry, was that bear market? We survived many different bear markets. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and bull uh, yeah, markets, yeah, so, yeah, and bull markets. Um, you know, uh, we, we, we now operate, you know, we are now a, a DAO um, and we are governed by the community, meaning that if you invest and you buy in Pillar, you have a stake in, in what we do and you mm -hmm. have a voice, you have, you, have, you have your say, you're allowed to uh, put forward your proposals, you're allowed to vote and make decisions, you know, tell us what to do. Um, if you've got a great idea, submit it. Mm -hmm. uh, this is this is the power that you get with the pillar tokens mm -hmm. um and it's not just you know it's it's not just uh, the ability to vote within a dao but you're also um gaining access to be able to suggest what to do with it as well for example you know using pillar tokens as a you as a utility uh, for apps for games uh, for, for other token utilities that, you know might not cover anything else but might be something completely unique if you've mm -hmm. got an idea just buying into Pillar and buying Pillar tokens gives you a platform straight away mm. via the decentralized autonomous organization and the community to be able to turn these ideas into, into action. Yeah. Um, you know, I would say it's a, it's a very like easy, wise investment to make. If you've got a great idea, um, you know, you can, you can get in on the ground floor for relatively not a lot of money compared to putting your money into ideas that may never go anywhere. Whereas mm -hmm. we're we're an active community, um, you know, we're we're a passionate bunch of people. We all care about what we're doing and trying to make Pillar the best app, um, app and, and token that that, that they, they can be. And we're all working to, with this together. So it's not like it's going to be a case of you buy Pillar tokens and you're just left out in the cold holding yeah. it on an app and being like well what can i do now yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah what can i do with this you, once you've got pillar tokens and you've got a certain amount of them mm -hmm. you know you, you can direct the future of the company which is mm -hmm. a very powerful thing to be able to do and that's yeah. what we offer in the immediate sense yeah so that's something 
And I told you about this before that I really do appreciate the community having a big say in how things are. I've, a lot of different governments, they say that the public and the citizens have a lot of say, but then when you dive deeper into things, you start to realize that the lobbyists and the higher ups might necessarily control more of the power. So we do appreciate that people yeah. that hold on to the pillar token do have a say in it. I'm going to switch gears really fast and talk about sports. Have you been keeping up with any sports or even the Olympics recently? Yeah, I really have. Yeah. yeah. So, so just to give you a little bit, I'm not, I, I, I'm not, I'm not the type of person that religiously follows sports, mm -hmm. but when it comes to something like the Olympics, yep. where, it, where it's like national pride is on the line. Yep. This is this is the stuff I watch. So I watch like the World Cup for football. Yes. Um, you know, I, I take interest in in how um, sport changes. You know, I, I, I watched it as much as I could of the Olympics. I loved all the new sports that came to that, that, that came to the organization and, you know, BMXing, rock climbing. Mm. Like it was just really fascinating stuff, you know? Yeah. And, um, and, and yeah, so that, that's, that's the sort of person I am when it, when it comes to, when it comes to sports. So yeah, so that's, that's the most recent thing I've been, I've been keeping an eye on. Yeah. So it's crazy. I'm glad you brought up rock climbing because I was looking at different videos and stuff and there was one, it was two women going up against each other. And this, woman was clearly ahead of the other one looked like spider-man climbing up the wall <laughs> hey, I and know, she right? got to the top and fell and i was like damn like yeah, you got yeah. that far i know you had to be mad you worked your whole life to get there and that one slip and the I other know. one was able to get to the top and hit it but you could tell the whole way as she was swinging down she was just pissed that <laughs> you're going that fast and it's almost like you're not even thinking about what's happening you're able to just climb up there and that one slip can mess up everything. Yeah, absolutely. That absolutely. Fast. It was so grim, you know, and it was the same with the BMXing, mm -hmm. you know, like, like the, the stunts they were pulling off were, were so unreal. Yes. And then it just took one, you know, one centimeter of a slip mm -hmm. on, on an iron bar Mm -hmm. on, on the wheel and the person just just went straight down you know and and I, you know i really feel for them i really feel for them yes at that at, at that moment in time because like you said the pressure is immense and i know there was a lot of focus on like mental health this time around mm -hmm. at the olympics you know we had a few mm. high profile like gymnastics yeah um, simone Biles. yeah yeah dropping out um but but am i right in thinking that simone is, she dropped out but then she did it Yes, she did yeah. a different event. She yeah, she did, and it was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Like just seeing just just seeing her um perform, I was just looking at her. I'm just like, is is she human? I know it's <laughs> right. Simone Biles was just like, I was like, and, and everyone was just like clapping, and I was like, Well, that deserves a round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> she is a machine. Yes, she is a machine. So yeah, absolutely. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. So you know, I don't I don't take interest in in you know, like, like our local leagues and stuff like that. But when mm -hmm. it comes to the big, big events, national pride stuff, um, <clears throat> I do take a bet. I do take interest in that. Also, I just wanted to just touch on something that, you know, you being American and mm -hmm. me being British, um, uh, America, I noticed recently started carrying cricket. Um, yes. And I don't, well, I don't know if they've, I, I think they've been carrying it for maybe for a long time. I don't know, but I've just started to see it on TV. Mm -hmm. And I love what they've done with the graphics 
The yes. graphics are incredible. They actually simplified it and made it interesting to watch. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's coming yeah. from someone who's English. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so I just wanted to say, like, great job. Like, you, yep. you, you know, and you it, made it good. <laughs> I, I even start to see it. They're making it so that a lot of people can understand the sport more. Like, I'll go into neighborhoods now, and you'll just start to see people playing cricket and that's not something that as I was growing up when I was younger you saw it was as I got older that you started to see more people or you started to see more fields or pitches that were rented out for people to play cricket so that is something yeah they definitely have made it easier another one rugby I start to see a lot Mm. more on tv and then I'll just see myself just sitting there watching it starting to understand and get the grasp of the different sports so I do like America is trying to educate people on other sports outside of just soccer for American soccer, um, American football, and then even basketball. Cause those are the ones a lot of people know in baseball, but you're starting to see people talk more about rugby, talk more about fencing is another one too. And badminton yeah. are big ones. And I'm like, what in the world? I never saw these growing up. I knew what they were because yeah. uh, people like told me about them, but that was not something everyone was playing. And then cricket, no, no way. Yeah. But seeing that now, it is a big thing. And I do congratulate them because they're trying to at least show people what other sports are out there. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think they're doing a damn, damn good job of it as well, I have to say. Yeah. So before we wrap up everything, where can people even buy Pillar Token? So you can go straight. You can download the Pillar app um from the io from ios or for, from the app store or, or google play and you can download it you can buy it straight within uh, the app itself if you don't want to take that route we have plenty of liquidity on uniswap and mm-hmm. sushi swap so you you know you can go and get your fill there that's absolutely absolutely no issues no issues there and um also we have a few uh, for those that might be interested we're currently um looking at running liquidity mining in, uh, initiatives on pancake swap which is on oh, Binance smart chain and cool. quick swap so if you if uh, the community uh, the dow is currently voting on this at the moment so just just coming back to the dow making these sort of mm-hmm. decisions this was their idea and we're, we're voting it through you know providing it passes which i'm sure it will yeah <clears throat> Um, you will see these initiatives. So if you if you're looking to buy a pillar and want to hold out a little bit um, till the till the till the liquidity mining initiatives start, then then please do. Otherwise, you can buy it on liquidity uh, on Uniswap, SushiSwap, and from the within the app itself. Mm. So something else, just have to shout them out. QuickSwap has definitely come on the scene a lot. They're one that not as many people have heard about in the beginning, but QuickSwap definitely has come up there. A lot of people have heard about like SushiSwap and PancakeSwap, but Congrats to QuickSwap out there. How can people stay in touch with you all um, on social media platforms? So we've got a few. We've got a few avenues. Uh, the 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 one we would like to 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 keep in touch with you the most is is via our Discord. Mm. And to access our Discord, um, you simply need to go to chat.pillar.fi. That's chat.pillar.fi. And you will be uh, you'll be linked straight to Discord, and then you can come in, join us, speak to the community, join the join the DAO, get help, um, learn from other other community members. Uh, just just come in and say hello. You know, we're we're happy to have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also on Twitter, we're just Pillar Wallet on Twitter. Cool. 
Thank you. So before we let you go, we ask this question to everyone. So we got to end up taking the time to learn about it and with you. So if you could sit down and have dinner with any four people, past or present in life, who would the four people you would want to have dinner with? Oh, wow. What a question. <laughs> uh, so let, let, let me think. So um, it would have to be, it would have to be this might be like the de facto de facto standard for me for nerds. Mm. It'd have to be Elon Musk would be okay. the table, and I reckon I, I reckon he would just be from the books I've read about him. I reckon mm. he would just be annoyed all the time. Yep. <laughs> Do you know? I reckon he'd yeah. just be annoyed. You know, just just thinking that we're all like losers and he's going to Mars. Yeah, you know. <laughs> So I think he'd be there, like probably just really annoyed with us. Um, I, I think number two would have to be like Winston Churchill. Oh, okay. Right, right. And I know that's that's an out there one, but I imagine, I imagine he's just gonna be sitting there with a cigar, just quoting, just yep, just nonstop, <laughs> just nonstop quoting Churchill quotes. Yeah. Just just cigar, <laughs> not, not not even talking to anyone else, just sitting there with a cigar, just 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 saying quotes. Um, I think number three would be like Steve Jobs. Yeah, that's and, a good one. and um, you know, I would have loved to know more about Steve Jobs' mind. Yes. <clears throat> and you know, the person he is, and you know, no one can no one can it's the same with Elon Musk again. In fact, the whole list, mm. no one can question their drive. No. Uh, but but I reckon you put these people in a room, it's going to be carnage. So yeah. I reckon Steve Jobs would just be arguing with Elon Musk about things. Yep. I think they'd just be different views. Yeah, completely just an all-out verbal brawl. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be really funny. And Gandhi, Gandhi oh, would be one. my fourth. And the reason I'm saying Gandhi is really just he just just to mellow everyone out. And I know, yeah. you know, he, he had this, he had this like incredible influence, and you know, he 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 um he um gave India his independence and stuff, but I reckon he was just a really passive calm character yeah you know in his robe and i reckon that would just bring the heat down a little bit you know but 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 i still think you know in in that <laughs> in that meal i just think oh it would all God. be about steve jobs and elon musk just having it out yeah the whole time so, yeah yeah and that's what that's what i'm there for yep <laughs> so, so yeah they're my four they're my four so what's great about what you said is I know every single time, like people used to ask this question, Elon was the first one that always came up because his thinking is so different than anybody else um, that I've ever come in contact with or heard about because him and Jeff Bezos are the only two that can view the whole globe as so boring that they're like, <laughs> I just want to go to space. Like, let's go explore other planets and yeah, yeah. extraterrestrial activity out there that not like we did everything on earth but then also him doing electric vehicles you see him on all these different podcasts and he's just like smoking or doing like all different types of drugs and stuff and then like his investors like what the hell are you doing like so then that messes up the stock but he's still gonna do whatever he wants to do so just learning absolutely he's he still does it he still does it and then still is is doing groundbreaking stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, he he definitely is a unique person, and maybe someone that the people that are you know his stockholders that are shouting at him maybe should learn a lesson or two from. 
you know. I know. Yeah, they should learn a lesson or two from pe- people like Elon Musk. You know, they don't stereotype these people. No. Um, you know, some you know, um, these these when I say these people, I'm talking about people um, that might do the certain actions that Elon Musk does that might mm-hmm. be frowned upon. Um, <clears throat> um, the, these people are, are also some of the smartest people in the world, as illustrated. Yes. yes. So, you know, let's let we. I, I just want to say we all need to keep that in mind because I think more people like Elon Musk will pop up in future. Oh, absolutely. So with wrapping that up, because I really appreciate your four that you had. Each of them bring so much to the table. Um, yeah. I want to thank Pillar Wallet um, and everyone over there for letting Karen be on the show today. This is something that I really do appreciate. Something that everyone can learn a lot from, but then also everyone out there can feel more secure within the security of Pillar Wallet. So that's something I do appreciate. Uh, with us wrapping up today, Kieran, do you have anything you want to say to the people before we go? I just want to say thank you for having me. It's been great. It's been great speaking to you. I hope I've educated you all a little bit. Um, please, ch- please check it out, pillar.fi. And we can't wait to, to see you in the crypto space, however you join us, whether it be NFTs, buying assets, joining us on our discord coming to say hi um you know the the future is decentralized yeah so with that all i have to say is make sure to check out our episodes coming later this week we're going to do some more american fantasy football rankings steven and i and then also if you haven't seen the videos of the robots out there it's wild i was talking to steven because you see these robots jumping over different bars and like running on things and all Stephen could say is our whole feature is damn. Like if you have the robots <laughs> doing that and you see them like flopping and falling over and that's them falling, but yet you have them running around and this is still them just practicing and stuff. And people are so excited to see this. So if you haven't seen those videos, go check them out. You can look on my Twitter channel because it'll be there. Me and Stephen try and retweet this stuff all the time. But again, thank you to Pillar Wallet. We appreciate you all uh, coming on the show. Kieran, we appreciate it so much. And with thank that- you. We'll catch you all next time. Thank you, everyone. Cheers.